This is the business of sports. Should Major League Baseball shorten up the season? How do we present football to the audience of the future? I don't think that most players understand the power that they have. Michael Barr. The future of IndyCar racing is looking bright. Scott Soshnick. Very basic math here. More bidders means more money. Evan Novi williams The team value has essentially quadrupled. And the leaders in the sports industry. Time to bring in our guest, Hal Steinbrenner. National Hockey League Commissioner Gary Bettman. Atlanta Braves President Derek Schiller. Patriots President Jonathan Kraft. Bloomberg Business of Sports. From Bloomberg Radio. Hello, I'm Scott Soshnick. I'm Evan Novi williams (laughs) 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 And I'm Michael Barr. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, really. Where we we Evan didn't participate again. Explore the big money issues in the world of sports. You liked our stories off air, huh? Oh yeah. my. Uh today we begin with let's get serious. I this is me. I'll get bright. Sorry. Yeah, well I your directive. You're, I, you're I know, driving man. the bus. I can't help it, man. That was funny. Uh anyway. Uh Brooklyn Nets. Yes. Uh they are making big now they're winning. That's yeah. the difference here. Well, let me see the, the stats here. 21 and 6. And who would have known this? I, I knew they were winning. Like they were on a streak. I didn't realize they were 21 and 6 since December 7th. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they've been rolling it. I mean, obviously, they started out poorly, but when they got there, they reached down as, you know, the old cliche is like, you know, we had to take a look in the mirror. And they did, and then they've been playing. Well, this some is good about ball. Sean Marks and Kenny Atkinson. They really have. I know, because I've talked to folks over there, a big part of the Kenny and Sean regime has been to change the culture. And this could be a business story. I really, I told Evan, I want to get Sean Marks on the show specifically to talk about the process of changing culture. And that means everything from getting everybody into the same space, not one in their practice facility and the salespeople down by the arena. Everybody has to be in the same place to share the same culture. I know Sean believes that. So uh, we're going to talk to him about that. But what they're doing now, they have a new campaign. It's a new marketing campaign. Bet on Brooklyn. Okay, I see. Bet on Brooklyn. But here's what I like. They're going after the Wall Street folks. Yep. They're going to have ads and carts, branded carts at the Fulton Street subway stop, the Wall Street stop, that they think the folks who are are, are the finance folks who maybe uh, typically hang out at Madison Square Garden are ready to come to Brooklyn. And this is a good time because they're saying, come join now. And they've frozen their season ticket prices for two years. Buy now, you get two years, no price hikes. That's the pitch. Evan, you buying? Yeah. I, I, am I buying? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, this is the same franchise that, you know, 10 years ago did that that promotion, 10-game promotion where they were giving out reversible jerseys, uh, one of the Nets and the other one of the, of the visiting team. So if you if you, <laughs> yeah, if you were that. if you were coming to, to watch uh, LeBron James and the Cavs, you could just reverse your Devin Harris jersey uh, to be a LeBron. Wow, James I like jersey. the Devin Harris reference. Very good. Um, well, that's what they did years ago. I used to tell you driving on the New Jersey Turnpike, the Nets billboard would be come see whether the biggest stars on the other team, Shaq in Orlando, David Robinson. They would really advertise the best players on the other team. Because right. they just weren't very good. And to, to Brett, your Mark's credit, a, a guy we've had on the podcast before, when, when they did that promotion, I remember him saying something to the along the lines of, you know, we're a rebuilding team. This is a team of stars. You know, they, they were owning that. Be now real. now yeah. that the Nets are they're in fifth place, sixth place, they're, they're, they're in the playoffs. Surging. Yeah, they're in a playoff. They, they are one of the hottest teams in the league if you go back a, a month or two. Um, obviously, the, the, the branding has to change in that regard. And, and this seems like a, a smart step. And as you said, Wall Street is a is a has historically been a Knicks crowd. Um, it's an MSG crowd. 
if the Nets can capitalize on on this buzz at a time when the Knicks are are not good, uh, to, to to maybe lure some of those people, a lot of them live in Brooklyn. Here's the question to, to the Barclays Center. Here's the question. That's a success. It's all about you know the Nets are poised. Maybe the superstar free agent will want to come to Brooklyn. I think the culture they've built. Be careful. The culture they've built seemingly is built on hard work. Like these guys bring it every night. That's what they demand. Bring it every night. And I've always said, if you can get a team to do that, you'll win more than half your games just on that alone because so many teams don't. Bring it every night. You better bring the right. If you're going after stars, it better be the right star. It better be Tim Duncan, who's going to be the model citizen and show everybody else, I buy in, so you better buy in. Better not be some prima donna who's going to, ah, I don't feel like practicing today. That doesn't work. So which stars are out there fit in the culture of what the Nets are trying to do? And my dad, shout out Richard Williams, uh, not an NBA guy, but his kind, lot. Love is, dad. is kind of becoming a Brooklyn Nets fan. Uh, he loves Jared Allen, the, the guy who's blocking all these superstars. Uh, he is enjoying the, the team that the Nets have put together because, as you said, it, it's built a little differently than a lot of the the, the, the more buzzy NBA teams. And out there. where does Nita Novi come down on the side of the Brooklyn Nets? Uh, that's a great question. I do, do not, not know. know. No. All right. Well, we'll have to. She ask believes Nita Duke Novi. Blue, though. Uh, well, all right. <laughs> By the way, Quinky Dink. Think about it. Guess who else is coming to Brooklyn? Amazon. The team is kicking butt. Did I say Amazon? Yeah. Aren't they, aren't they the headquarters? Long Island City? Yeah. Okay. In that area. Technically so, Queens. Technically. But, yeah, same technically kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> technically, technically not Brooklyn, but okay. Yeah, close enough. Not Brooklyn. Very close. Close enough. Close Very enough. close. Two <laughs> completely different boroughs. I get it. I get it. I get it. But what I'm trying there's to get. There's ways to get there. There's ways to get there. <laughs> and a lot of Amazon employees will live in Brooklyn. I was going to say, sure. that's yeah. what, that's where I'm trying to go yeah. with this thing. So, all right. so, so you're yeah. saying that there's a whole new bunch of folks that they might be bringing on that's board what i'm saying it's like you know a lot of people are gonna go and brooklyn is 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 the hot place to be now to live and it's you know it's gonna happen okay i i like it kudos to the nets let's see how many wall streeters decide to head out to barclays center so and by the way speaking we were talking about promotions uh i'm surprised that uh, they're doing this uh, as we know the super bowl is coming up this sunday uh at mercedes-benz stadium the pricing is going to stay the same for hot dogs? I love Barr finding this. Eben wrote this story <laughs> I know. before the stadium opened. Like, I, I love I the people. That, Rich Truman, who, who works in radio here, was like, well, I'm surprised they kept it for the Super Bowl. Uh, it's part of the contract. It says any event that takes place in the stadium but has community the pricing. Super Bowl. So what? It's a one-off event. What, what good would it do to raise the price for one day? Any event that takes place in that building has the community pricing, which means it's a lot lower. All I want to know is never going to happen in Brooklyn, never going to happen at Madison Square Garden, never going to happen in L.A. <laughs> Don't say never. Never. But <laughs> never going to happen. When When did it become okay to charge $8 for a hot dog, $6 for a soda? No, when did that right. become okay? When people at the game are willing to pay for it, but right? But you're held hostage, at least with like... At City Field, you can bring your own food. You can bring a pack. At yeah. least you can do that. Give the people the option. It drives me nuts that simply because you're held hostage in this building, the prices are what they are. Kudos to Arthur Blank. Do they the make price. more money because the hot dogs are cheaper, therefore people buy more? Yeah, well, the great way it question. Works, we did a great question. Great the way, question. The way it works is the Falcons pay Levy's, you know, the people who do the concessionaire, a flat fee. So Levy's is okay with it because they know they're going to make X amount of money. And then anything above and beyond that goes to the team. 
Eben can now because he was the <laughs> only one. And go back and look. Maybe you should tweet yeah. this story again for those who are a little confused how this works. Everyone, everyone was saying, oh, they're making more money, they're making more money, they're making more money. Eben was the only one to do the math and get it right. Yeah, they, Seriously, he was the only one. They The Falcons sold a lot more uh in, in dollars of food yes, it, to be expected because right. it was significantly cheaper. However, obviously, if you're if you're shrinking margins that much, uh, you need to sell a lot, a lot more to make more money. Uh, and that's a critical difference. So a lot of people were reporting the Falcon slash prices and made more money. Uh, that is not true. It's not true yet. Uh, there, there's a chance it will get there. They believe that they will get there. Uh, but right now, they slash prices. They sold a lot more goods, but they did not make more money in concessions than they did in the past. However, uh, if you're familiar with the way stadium economics work, it's not a huge, huge piece of the revenue pie. I think Arthur Blank Worth it in goodwill. is happy, exactly. <laughs> They're happy to trade off a little bit, of a couple million dollars in, in concession revenue every year for the fact that fans are happy when they and, go and there. And Eben doesn't have a kid, so he doesn't know how this part works. Because you're willing to come to the game and you're willing to pay the two or five bucks for the bottomless soda, whatever it is, you're going to go a little bit earlier. You can have your food there. And if you've ever tried to take a kid through a stadium, I guarantee you they have it set up. <laughs> oh, We're like yeah. Disney, you don't have to go through. When you get off a ride, what do you do? You go through the darn store so your kid's bugging you every single second. Can I get this? Can I get that wand? Can I get that hat? You take a kid to a game. Dad, can I have a hat? Can I have a foam finger? Can I have a jersey? Can I have a bag? Can I have a puck? Can, whatever it is. So it, it's not just limited to the hot dogs. There's also a merchandise component as well. Also, I think it keeps fans... Uh, longer because then yes. throughout the year they remember their experience right. like oh i had such a great time and then throughout the year they'll probably buy more merchandise and go to more totally. games it's so simple and- win the kids because if the kids say dad I, mom dad i want to go to the game okay the pockets win the pockets you got it the nfl keeps stats on you know at the the time before the game starts when your stadium starts to fill up and no surprise the falcons had the earliest average fan arrival in the league and that's because people are not eating before they go there. They're going there to eat because it's the cheap option. And I wonder if that's had uh, played a role in also the soccer team drawing 70000 I'm sure it has as I well. I mean, if it was that's regular true. pricing, I'll bet that's you it true. wasn't 70000 That's right. What See? else we got? We, we, that, that was a little segue. That wasn't even on the list. That wasn't on the list. So now we have time. We pick one of the last two. The, I, I would say Coke Pepsi because, you know, Mr. Norton Williams I would, is the man. You go right ahead. No, I you think go you're right. Ahead. No, you're the setup man. No, you just He's set it up. You're the setup man. <laughs> you just set it up. John Wetland, Mariano Rivera. Oh, there. Coke, Pepsi, Eben. <laughs> Good setup. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, the the Super Bowl in Atlanta is obviously uh, home headquarters for for Coke. Atlanta is, if you've been before, Atlanta is a Coke city. Um, however, uh, the official soda, official beverage of the of the NFL is Pepsi. Um, and if you've ever been to a Super Bowl before, uh, or you can imagine it, the NFL and the host city does a tremendous job, essentially scrubbing rival Fiercely brands, protecting very the closely sponsors. protected, yeah. especially around the stadium uh, and around the fan zone, that this big area, the fan. Fest, I once uh, which got is the tackled. most traffic no, area no, at the Super no Bowl. No joke. I'm, this is not hyperbole. NBA All-Star at the Pepsi Center in Denver. Right. I walked out. I think it was in, what's the Coke water? Dasani? Dasani. Right. I walked out with a Dasani. I got tackled. Yeah. You can't I, really? From behind, embraced around the waist, almost down. You have to pour that in a cup, I was told. I'm like, what? Who grabbed you? And it's one of the stadium concession guys. You know, the... the, the, the Whatever, okay. I don't know. Well, no, first of all, <laughs> who has not the right to me, put not you excuse on your me. Well, well, I'm not getting it. You know, whatever. But no, he did. I was no, 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 I was no, 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 no. That's my point. I was physically touched, yes. Just say, look, you can't take that in there, yeah. pour it in a cup. 
Yes. Nobody has the right to put their hands on you. <laughs> yes, you're right. He was breaking the cardinal rule of sporting events, exactly. right? Bringing yeah. a, a non-sponsor into exactly. the event. Well, you put your hands on me, you're going to break the cardinal rule of getting a butt whipping because you nobody puts your hands on anybody. Medina, you buying any of this? You buying any? Paul, no, you buying any of this? Paul, I think would be like, oh, 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 oh I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I brought my own cup. I'm sorry. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's not cool to we, put your hands on. Ah, you're man. missing the point. We have a good stuff. content oh, opportunity here. Uh, We're going to yeah. take part of the <laughs> NCAA March Madness with a, with a Pepsi cup and see, and see how he in does. The world. <laughs> Medina hit the nail on it. So, sorry about it. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. 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 The way this is set up in Atlanta is that within that restricted zone, the zone where only NFL partners are allowed to activate, uh, Coke actually has a physical. I like when he uses uh, jargon. Yeah, activate. I like it. when they activate. Uh, Coke actually has a physical property. the 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 world of Coca Cola, which is their big ninety two thousand square foot museum down in Atlanta, is within the zone that typically would be scrubbed of all competitors. There's a twenty seven foot Coke bottle in a hundred foot glass tower that's lit at night. Um, <laughs> it is a it is an unfortunate. <laughs> kind of side effect of, of, of the cola wars that we've seen. I don't, you remember, you know, I always say weird stuff goes through my head. I'm just trying to imagine the music that's in like the Coke <laughs> world. It's like Willy Wonka as good. Have a Coke and a smile. Oh my God, get me out of here. Yes, that's good. At all times. At all times, I'm just going, oh my God. Oh, you know, man. I actually went to you that Coke taste the factory. Sugar you went to the factory? Uh, I did when I was visiting Atlanta and there's actually a part towards the end where you get a cup and you get to try Every single kind of Coke product. And there was a Fanta. Oh, my God. A Fanta soda drink that was amazing. I, I don't know. It was just so good. Bring back the Fanta. I yeah. love it. I love it. Oh, this, would drive, product, this would drive me crazy. Any of you guys ever heard of uh, Verner's? Verner's, no. Verner's. That's, that's a Detroit mm. drink. The best mm. ginger ale that was made anywhere, anytime, Verner's. Still around or no? It's, it's still around, oh, okay. but, you, you know, it's, you know. It's yeah. like Boylan's. It's like a specialty like a soda. soda. Yeah, that's good. Really quick, it was called Fanta Exotica. Ooh. Yeah. Can we find that? So can you go? Can we get a little Amazon? I'm not sure because I went to the different here. regions like- of the world, and I think it was a part of like South Africa. Um, not South. Oh, now sorry, now I got the Disney. Uh, it's a small world going through the little canal. Oh my God, it's a nightmare. Oh God. <laughs> okay, I think we're done for the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, go- yeah. <laughs> put that earworm. So in what's yet. a better game, Rams and uh, Patriots or Coke versus Pepsi? Oh man, uh, for me, Coke yeah. Pepsi. Pepsi. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, again, the, these companies they, they do this all the time. The, the venue itself is actually a Coke venue, you know. So so they'll be pouring Coke, but the the signs are gone. No Coke cups at the actual game. Uh, there's a lot of fun little no Coke little Pepsi. Nuance no there. Coke Pepsi. That's the that's the audio we need, Medina. No Coke Pepsi. No Coke. By the way, at my uh, nine people so far that, oh, nine. Have, that have answered. <laughs> On who's going to win, the Patriots or the Rams. Uh, five are saying it's the Patriots for now. Four are saying it's the Rams. We're still up there for a day, folks. Tight race. It's a, oh, it's a close race. one. Awful. <laughs> Driving me crazy, the music underneath it. Now it's subliminal. Drink Coke, drink Coke. Oh, was that that was Coke, wasn't it? Drink Coke, drink Coke in the movie theater, the subliminal ads. Yeah. Uh, All right, anyway. This you know? is yeah. the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. I'm Michael Barr, along with Scott Sosnick and Evan O.B. Williams. We are here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday exploring the world of money and sports. Join us again at the end of the week when we speak with 
Kevin Demoff, the COO of the Super Bowl bound he was Los good. Angeles Rams. He was good. It's a good conversation. It is. It's you a really like good, it, folks. You want, all I got to say is you got to hear his Wolfgang Puck and Sean McVay story. <laughs> You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world. We love you, Medina. And online where you get your podcasts.